Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Monica. Happy Friday, and happy Friday to everybody listening from around the globe. God is an awesome God, and I'm just praising Him, exalting Him, and thanking Him. Praise the Lord for what he has been doing. Um, I heard Sister Long asking me, what is your story? Well, you know what? In the program on being one of the programs, um, because we did three programs with Trebian, one of the programs I told a little bit of how the Lord called me to this ministry and some of the preliminary miracles that happened, a really powerful thing that happened in the beginning when this ministry started. So, you know, if you go back, and I said before, some people ask me, have you ever been possessed? Why you come to a ministry like this? And I said, no, I've never been possessed. And, you know, so the Lord just had a plan, and he wants to accomplish the plan. So, you know, I'm just grateful to be used by the Lord, grateful, and I'm just asking for continual prayer because it definitely is a battle and a march. You know, there's times when it gets so rough when I said, I'm done. There's several times I say, I'm done. And by the next hour pass, I'm back doing what I'm doing again because it's not an easy ministry. Praying for people for hours getting calls from around the world, lots of calls that I can't keep up to, and have people being upset because I don't return calls, and I don't answer back their message. Sometimes I go on WhatsApp, and I just go to check some messages, and there's so many people calling me at the same time because they're saying I'm on WhatsApp so I can answer them. So there's several times I have to say to people, if you don't hear me, please don't get upset. I don't see your your question, your, 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 your question. you know, because I have people will text me and say, I've been trying to call you for so long and you're not returning my call. And I'm saying, Lord have mercy. What would, be, would it be like if you were in my shoes? where you take out your WhatsApp and there's 10 people trying to call you. There's 10 messages, then 20 messages. Tell me when do you get the time to even respond? You know, I may tell somebody I'm going to call you back um, tomorrow morning. But tomorrow morning I'm praying for somebody and I can't call you back because the deliverance went from 6 to 10 instead of 6 to 7. So it's very difficult, and I really appreciate 
um, those who understand and praying for me and know that it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And that's why sometimes I said, Lord, I'm done. Because I'm saying, Lord, give us the resources so we get more people, so we can, you know, do more. So I think that's one of the prayers we should pray this morning in your devotion. Pray that the Lord will send us the resources so everybody can commit it and do the ministry full time. Because it's just getting more and more overwhelmed. And praise God that some people understand. Some people are waiting to be delivered. And they're patiently waiting. They know in God's time it's going to happen. So I'm praising God for that. Praising the Lord. Um, I know I have a sister to call in Tobago. And she's on the top of the list now for three, four weeks. And she calls, she pleads until I don't hear her. And I'm praying the Lord that I will get an opportunity to call and to talk to her because she's on the list a long time and she's waiting. But it's not because I don't want to do it, Bridget, but it's hard. There's just no time. No time. So I'm just thanking the Lord. And I'm praising the Lord. Sometimes, you see, I come with the word. And the way the Lord give me the word, he just give me the word five minutes or three minutes before I preach or I deliver the word. The Lord give me the word five minutes before or three minutes before. I'm thanking the Lord. You know, this morning, I asked the Lord what to do. And the Lord just brought to me, Jacob's well. And I'm like, Jacob's well. And I remember the wrestling with Jacob. And I remember, and then I have to look up the scripture. And the Lord sent me to John and say, talk about Jacob's well. When the Lord went to the well and the good Samaritan and just about our relationship, how we ought not to judge people and look and say that you are black or you are white or you are Hispanic. We should not look under color, just as how the Jews and the Gentiles did not mix, because one felt that they were better than the other. The same thing happened, and how the Lord bridged the gap and. What happened when he sat at the well? I'm going to read for you the scripture. And then I'm going to turn to Desire of Ages, Sister White Book. And I'm going to read something from Desire of Ages. And the Lord just led me to it. So there's something he wants to teach somebody this morning as we go to the word. Let's pray. Father in heaven. We are so grateful and thankful that you love us, you cares for us. And Lord, we just submit ourselves to you. I pray, Lord God, that you will touch every soul that is listening from around the world, from Brother Royce in Australia, from Sister Keisha, Sister Sharon, Sister Dawn, all those who are in UK and listening, and just listening right now. They're driving, they're going 
to work or from work and they're listening. People in different countries, as we have our devotion with you, Lord, I just pray that you will open up every eyes, every thought, every deed, every action. You will just open up, commune with us. Help us, O oh God, to be humbled and to be satisfied in thee, because we know that the time is short and you are even at the door. Thank you so much, O oh God of glory. Bless the words now that you speak and help me as nothing but a lump of clay that as I come forth to your people, your name shall be, will be, is exalted above all names. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. So, um, John chapter 4, and I'll read from verse 5. And it says, Verse, yeah, verse, chapter 4, verse 5, and it says, Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Simchar, near to the parcel ground, of ground that Jacob, Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied, with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me a drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it? that thou being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritans. You know, and the next verse says, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who is it that saith to thee, Give me a drink? Thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From which, whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well? and drunk there of himself, and his children, and his cattle. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I, I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. The woman said unto her, to him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither cometh hither to draw. Mercy. Lord of mercy. That's so powerful. 
that's so powerful. The woman wants this water. I don't know if you want this water this morning. How much do you understand this water? And where the Lord went and to talk to the woman about the water. Do you see the spiritual realm? Okay, listen to what Sister White says. This is taken from Desire of Ages. If you haven't read the book Desire of Ages, I've read it twice. It's very powerful, Desire of Ages. Very powerful. It's written by Sister E.G. White. And I'm reading chapter 19. And, and chapter 19, brethren, and that's page 96. And it says, on the way to Galilee, Jesus passed through Samaria. It was noon when he reached the beautiful Vale of Shechem. At the opening of this valley was Jacob's well. Wearied with his journey, he sat down here to rest while his disciples went to buy food. The Jews and the Samaritans were bitter enemies. As far as possible, avoid all dealings with each other. To trade with a Samaritan in case of necessity was indeed counted, counted lawful by the by, by, by the ruby. But all social intercourse with them was condemned. A Jew would not borrow from a Samaritan, nor receive kindness, not even a morsel of bread or a cup of water. The disciples in buying food were acting in harmony with the custom of their nation. But beyond this, they did not go. To ask a favor of a Samaritan or in any way to seek to benefit them did not enter into the, into, in, into the thoughts of even Christ's disciples. As Jesus sat by the well side, he was faint for hunger and thirst. The journey since morning had been long, and now the sun of noontide being upon him. He thirst, his thirst was increased by the thought of the cool, refreshing water, so near yet inaccessible to him, for he had no rope nor water jar, and the well was deep. The lot of humanity was his, and he waited for someone to come to draw. A woman of Samaritan approached, and seeming unconscious of his presence, filled her pitcher with water. As she turned to go away, Jesus asked for a drink. Such a favor, no Oriental would withhold. In the East, water was called the gift of God. To offer a drink to a thirsty traveler was held to be a duty to, so sacred that the Arabs of the desert would go 
out of their way in order to perform it. The hatred between Jews and Samaritans prevented the woman from offering a kindness to Jesus. But the Savior was seeking to find the key to this heart and the, the top born of divine love. He asked, not offered a favor. The offer of kindness might have been rejected, but the trust awakens trust. The King of Heaven came to this outcast soul asking a service at her hands. He who made the ocean, who controlled the waters of the great deep, I could say who he who controls Niagara Falls, who opened the spring and channels of the earth, rested from his weariness at Jacob's well, and was deepened, dependent upon a stranger's kindness or even the gift of a drink of water. The woman saw that Jesus was a Jew. In her surprise, she forgot to grant son for it. How is it, she said, that thou being a Jew, ask drink me, which am a woman of Samaria. Samaria. Jesus answered, if thou knowest the gift of God, and who is it that said to thee, give me a drink? Thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. You wonder that I should ask of you even so small a favor as a draught of water from the well at our feet? Had you asked of me, I would have given you to drink the water of everlasting life. The woman had not comprehended the words of Christ, but she felt their solemn import, her light, bantering manner began to change, supposing that Jesus spoke of the well before then. Them. She said, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw, and the well is deep from whence. Oh, mercy, it's mercy. This is so powerful, brethren. This is so powerful. For us to really contemplate this morning, Jesus going to a well to meet a woman's need. To meet somebody who is looked down on as the lowest. That the Jews, the pious Jews, full of pride, will not even communicate with a woman. If they're going to communicate, they will communicate with a man of a Gentile, if they have to. But not even a woman. Woman was looked down on. And Jesus came to the well just to meet that woman. Where is your well this morning? 
Jesus will come in your predicament. He will come in the miry clay to meet you, to extend the love that broke this woman's heart. How could he, a Jew, ask me for a drink? God is saying, I don't know who you are this morning. I don't know who you are, Courtney. I don't know who you are, Brother Andrew. I don't know who you are this morning, but the Lord is saying, you are special. I will leave everything and come to you. God could have opened his hand and just caused rain to fall, and his thirst could have been quenched. But in the human form, the Lord extends mercy, mercy from heaven, mercy from the human perspective, where he came to the well of Jacob, and he spoke to the woman and said, could I have a drink? A drink of water. The woman wanted to offer. He knows that there's a reason. This man looks tired and is seated right by the well. And the woman came through her water. Wanted to ask, but it's above the custom. I can't ask a Jew. He may just embarrass me. And I'm a woman. But she did not have to ask. Sometimes we have to break the pride level. Sometimes we have to go to somebody and say, I need help. Sometimes you have to call button to Christ and say, man, I'm struggling. I need some groceries, man. Even though you have your nice house, there's times when your fridge is empty. There's times when you can't pay the bill. Even though you live in Beverly Hills, things dried up. The Lord is saying, let pride not hold back your blessing. The Lord stretched forth and said, could you give me a drink of water? And because the woman was willing, the woman says, how come you ask me? You are a Jew. The woman was excited for the connection, for the communication with the Lord. When we open up communication with the Lord, we are to be excited in Jesus' name. This woman was excited. And as the excitement, she said, and then the Lord offered her something more spectacular in exchange. You know, the, the Lord says, I can give you a water that you don't have to drink anymore. And the woman couldn't get it because spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Do you know why the woman couldn't get it? This is deep. I, I wish I was doing this in a, a big sermon tonight or Sabbath. Listen, listen to it. Do you know why the woman could not comprehend it? Even though there's two points. She was living in sin. And because she was living in sin, her spiritual eyes were closed. She could not comprehend. It passed over her head what the Lord said to her. She could not get it. You don't get it. When the Lord asked her, 
and told her that I can give you water that you will thirst no longer. This woman is saying, what kind of water is this that you're going to give me? What kind? You see, in order to have these spiritual eyes, you got to be connected to the Lord. If you look down to verse 15 of John chapter 4, when God told her, Jesus told her about this water. If you get this water to drink, you're not going to thirst again. So the woman associated to say, listen, if I drink this water, I don't have to come back to this well. And the Lord, then the woman said, that's not logical because you don't have anything to draw. How can you offer me water? You asked me for a cup of water, and now you're offering me a next water? Is it H2O? What is it? What kind of water is it? Is this a different thing? And then the Lord tell her that if you get this water, you'll thirst no more. And this water would be like a springing well. This water will be coming. Mercy, this water is the Holy Ghost power that will spring from inside. The woman couldn't comprehend. You know why? Look at verse 16. Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. And Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands. And he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that says thou truly. The woman said unto her, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. God looked right into her life and said, Listen, you got to clean up your life. You're not living right. That's why you can't understand about the water I want to give you. You don't understand about this water. The Lord is saying this morning, if we are not connected, if we don't move out of that room of sin, if we don't move and change the lane of sin, we can't comprehend God. We cannot understand that the Lord wants to take us higher. We can't see in the spiritual realm. We're going to stay in the biting realm. We're going to stay in the criticism realm. We're going to stay in the pity. Nobody loves me. It's all about me. You're going to stay in the pride lane. If you don't get that spiritual eyes, if the Lord don't stretch forth and put eye salve on your eyes, our eyes, we are not going to be able to comprehend this water that you can drink and it will be a well inside of you where you will never thirst any longer. The woman said, give me this water. I don't want to come back to this well. It's so much in this chapter. It's so much to break down. I said, Lord, have mercy for showing me this scripture. I said, Lord, this is so powerful. This well, this moving well, this like a Niagara fall, flowing hundreds of thousands of gallons of water, moving, moving so fast, that will destroy, will move the powerful water. God is saying, I have a water that I can give you that is more powerful 
you don't have to thirst no longer. The Lord is breaking down the gap between you and your enemies, between the Jews and the Samaritans, the Jews and the Gentiles. God is saying, I can break down the gap between you and your dad who is not speaking, between you and your uncle, between you and your sister who haven't spoken for years. we got to bridge the gap. You're seated on one side of the church because you don't speak to the elder. You don't speak to the pastor. The Lord is saying, I want to bridge the gap. And the love is so powerful. When the Lord spoke to this woman of Samaria, when he spoke at Jacob's well, he spoke with compassion. He spoke with love. And it reached the heart of this woman. It reached her soul. She was broken and said, A Jew asking me for a drink. Lord of mercy, when last have you done such a love? By giving somebody something. When last have you take from what you have? When last the woman put her bucket down and give Jesus Christ a drink of physical water? And in exchange, the Lord gave her a drink that transformed her, that caused her to confess, that caused her to leave all this life of sin and sexual sin that she was living. She was transformed by the blood of the Lamb, transformed by the blood. God wants to transform us this morning. God do not want us to be the same any longer. God wants to take you out of the lane and put on the spiritual eyes out and sight upon you this morning, only if we allow him. But first, we got to get to the well. You got to get to a place where the Lord can meet you. That's another sermon. To get to the well, what the woman was doing at the well, she had a need for water. What is your need? Where do you need to go to meet Jesus? If you need to open the word, that's where you need to meet him. What is your need this morning? Where do you need to meet the Savior? Jesus Christ of Nazareth, where do you need to meet the potter who needs to mold you? Where do you need to meet the, the great physician for the healing hand? Where do you need to meet the Jehovah Nisi, the Jehovah Nisi? Oh, God of glory, have mercy, Lord. Where do you need to meet him, brethren? Where do you need to go? Perhaps you need to stop your car, you're driving. You need to just step outside and look up in the heaven and say, Lord, I'm here. Come and meet me, Lord. I need a rescue. I need help, Lord. I need a deliverance. I need you, Jesus. I pray this morning that somebody will get to the well. Where is your well? Where is Jacob's well in your life? Get to the well, Lord. Get to the well, brethren, before it's too late. The Lord will meet you at the well. You may not recognize him, but when the words come from him, when he sends you the thought, you will know it's Jesus. You will know. The woman said, I perceive that you are a prophet. You are not ordinary. When the words were said, the woman know it's not a psychic. The woman knows it's not a fortune teller. The woman knows that this has divine connection because she felt it in her heart. Her heart was transformed by the power of the blood. What a God we serve. What a powerful rock. What a 
Savior, let him come to the well. May God just bless you. May his face shine upon you. And may he give you rest. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus' name, as we'll now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.